So, First Chronicles chapter 16, verse 34. Give thanks to the Lord, for He is good. His love endures forever. Give thanks to God. His faithfulness, His steadfast love, His never-ending, never-giving-up love lasts forever. This is the verse that we've been working with the kids and we've been speaking and, and memorizing it throughout the whole week with children from our church, our own kids, the ones you see running here, but also children from our community. It's interesting, as I was preparing for this morning, I was thinking of, in our family, we have this, this storybook Bible and we read it each night with Corbin and soon we'll begin reading it each night with Shalem too. We've gone through that thing so many times like it barely holds together anymore. And he loves to hear these stories. And early on, when we began reading with this, these, these stories with him, this, this Bible with him, he began calling it the Great Rescue. It's not the title. It's actually called the Jesus Storybook Bible, something, something, something. But he just calls it the Great Rescue. And I thought, how fitting. How fitting of God's story of his rescue in our lives. This week, we've been talking with the children, with our kids, about God's presence in our lives. And... This week, you heard Bella mention earlier, I, was, I got the opportunity to teach them Bible. And I was Daniel. Dan, Bella, do you remember that? That I was Daniel during kids' camp. Yeah, I had the robe and the, the blanket. Sorry, no robe and blanket for you guys. But. <laughs> but I got to tell them stories about God's faithfulness. Elise, do you remember those stories that I told? About how God was at work in Daniel's life. That he continued to work, even when things were changing. Corbin, do you remember how I told you that Daniel, when he had to move from his own country, remember that King Nebuchadnezzar came and he took the people of Israel out of their land. This is what the, the, in the Bible we call the exile, when the people were taken out of their land and brought to Babylon. Usually the, the best and the brightest so they could serve in the king's court and some of the strongest so they could serve as slaves. They brought people out of their home. And we were talking about how this, these changes Affected people. Hannah, do you remember how we talked about changes and how God is with us even when things are changing? You see, Daniel came to this place and he had to, get, they, in the king's court, because he was so bright and so gifted, they, they wanted him to serve the king and so they, had him have, they wanted him to eat the king's food. Now, in, in, in the people of, of the Hebrews or the people of, of, the, of Israel, they had a special diet. They'd eat things that they had were clean or unclean. They would only eat the things that were clean. And sometimes things that were devoted to idols, they, they knew they were unclean, that they were not faithful to God. So Daniel, out of his faithfulness, he asked his, his keeper, or the person who was responsible for him, Ashpenaz, if he could just eat vegetables. If he could skip the, the king's choicest meat, the, the richest food and the wines, if he could just have vegetables so that he could be faithful to God. See all these changes and all this pressure from around him to be like everyone else, and yet he still remained faithful to God. Maybe we can relate to some of this. Wendy, do you feel like there's times when you feel pressure to go along with everybody else when you know that there's faithful things that God has called us to? I know that most of us, we can relate to this. We feel pressure in our jobs. We feel pressure with our friends to go along, to fit in. Sometimes that's at odds with our faithfulness in God. But here's the thing that, that we learned this week is that God is with us even in these changes, even when there's pressure to be different. God is with us in that. God remains strong with us. 
Well, Daniel said, he said, just give me vegetables. And Ashpenaz says, well, I'm not going to do this. We'll do it for 10 days. Actually, that was Daniel's idea. We'll do it for 10 days. And if we look any worse for wear, then we'll change. But So Ashpenaz comes back on the 11th day, and he says, and he looks at them, and they were healthier than all the other servants, proving that God had been faithful. God had been faithful to Daniel and to his friends, making them not just okay, but healthier than all the rest. So God was with them when things were changing. Josiah, do you remember, too, the story I told about Daniel when he, had, when he was thrown into the lion's den? Remember, yeah. God is also with us in trouble. When we are in trouble, when things are difficult, when life puts us in some of the most difficult situations. I don't know if any of you have been in lion's dens, but many of you know about trouble with health. When things go wrong with your health. Many of you know about trouble when things go wrong with your family with your marriage or with your children or with your parents to encourage you that God is with you in this. Remember, Josiah, how I talked about how, how the king, the, he had these three advisors and one of them was Daniel and he was so great that, that the king Darius was going to make him the greatest. He was going to make him second in command over the whole empire. And so these other two, they began to plot. They began to scheme a way to, to get rid of Daniel. So they went to the king, to King Darius, and they said, We've got a great idea, King. You can already almost hear the manipulation in it. We've got a great idea. How about if for the next 30 days, people are only allowed to pray to you as God? Now, as a king, you guys, you know, that sounds like a good idea. I am pretty important. They should pray to me. So he makes this law, and the king cannot go back. Even the king would not go back on his law. So Daniel hears this law. It says in the scriptures, it says he heard this law and he still went right to his room, opened his door towards Jerusalem and prayed. He continued praying three times a day. He remained faithful. He remained faithful even though it was risking his life. Well, you can imagine these, these other servants, they came and they told the king that this is what Daniel was doing. They said, Daniel has no regard for you as king. He would dare do this after you've created this law. And so the king, Bella, do you remember this part? The king was really upset. He was really upset because he wanted to try and find some way to, to get Daniel off, but he couldn't. And so he had to throw them in the lion's den. Ellie, what happened to him in the lion's den? Do you remember? God helped him. Remember? God sent an angel and shut the mouth of the lion. I remember walking around the kids pretending like I was a lion. They would stalk around him and they would smell. But then they realized that their mouth was shut and God, Daniel realized that God had intervened for him. That in this time of trouble, in this time when there was no other means, no other option, God came through and he shut the mouths of the lions but they did not harm him. How much we need this in our lives as well. We need God's provision. We need God's care for us when there is trouble to shut the mouths of the lions the trouble that we face. So we talked about how God is with us in difficult times, but we also talked about how God is with us when we are thankful. And that's where this verse comes in. Give thanks to the Lord, for He is good. His faithful love endures forever. That God is with us when we are thankful as well. When things are going great, when we're praising God, when we're singing songs to Him, God is with us in that as well. I think one of the things that speaks to me of how God is with us is Jesus Christ, this Son of His. The Son of God 
God the Son who came to save us, who came to intervene for us. As Corbin and I, as we talk about it, when we read, when we read his Bible, this great rescue. See, all of Scripture is like this great rescue of God. We as people, we have gone astray. If you read in the first parts of Genesis, you read about the first people that God created, Adam and Eve. That sin, they brought sin into this world, and we still see it in our lives. Now, I know there's a lot of people. We talk, I talk with people in our community who say, like, I don't need to go to church. I'm a good person. You know, I, and, and I talk with people, and they, they, they think, like, I'm not so bad. I, I pay my taxes. I don't break any laws. I'm a good person. But when we're honest with ourselves, in those quiet moments, we know our pride. We know our selfishness. Those times when we don't tell the truth. Those times when our anger gets the best of us and we say things that hurt people. When we do things that are unfair. It doesn't take us too long before we begin to realize again who we really are. That we need rescue. We cannot do this on our own. I know we live, in a, we live in a world, in a society where people want us to believe that we can do it on our own. If we work hard enough and if we make the right choices, we can do it on our own. We've tried that. I've tried that. How many of you have not tried that to do it on our own? We know we can't. We know it doesn't work. We need this rescue. So as I hear this verse about giving thanks to God because He is good, his, his steadfast love or his faithful love endures forever. I think of Christ, of Jesus, who, who came. He came into this world to save us. And he was crucified on a cross. He was killed that we might have life. But here's the amazing part. He rose again. Corbin, do you remember hearing that, that Jesus rose again? Josiah, do you remember hearing that Jesus rose again? That he is not dead that he is alive. I remember asking some of the kids what they learned this week. And some of them said, I didn't know that Jesus was crucified. A few of them said, I didn't know that he was still alive. And I said, yes. I believe that he is alive. That he is sitting at the right hand of God and he is interceding for us. Kids, I hope you hear this this week. How deeply God loves you. His steadfast love, or as it says in our Bible, it says, His never-ending, always and forever love. God is pursuing you. Now I'm talking to all of you. God is pursuing you in this Son of His, Christ Jesus, this Savior, this God who has come to save us. This is amazing news. You are a pursued people, a God who loves you deeply, and He will be with you always. He will be with you when things are changing, He'll be with you in your times of trouble and He'll be with you when you are praising Him. I pray that you hear this good news today. Amen.